This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. This is the Hip Hop Save My Life podcast. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Hope you enjoy the podcast. Let's sit back because it's time for the podcast. Gentlemen, I need you to get up of your seats right now while I introduce the number one guest, the host with the most, the lyrical killer from Crawley, the Asian sensation. He goes by the name of Ramesh Ranganathan. London, give it up! Hello. Uh, how are you doing? You good? Uh, welcome to Hip Hop Save My Life. Uh, thank you so much for coming. We really appreciate it. Um, it's the least uh, organised podcast on the internet, I think. Uh, please, can you give it up for Mind Too Smooth? <laughs> Fucking loves the sound effect, this guy. Uh, so, uh, we're, look, we're going to have a nice night. How it's going to work out is, uh, in a minute, I'm going to bring out uh, two guys that helped me on the podcast, uh, Rue Madge. Uh, and, and Rue Madge's uh, standing replacement when he's not about, Ben Green. Uh, and then, OK, Ben's going to be a bit upset. There's a lot... There's a, let's be, should we be honest and acknowledge the elephant in the room? That was a lot less of a response there. Uh, and then we're going to bring on our main guest for the podcast, uh, the legend, the godfather of UK hip-hop, Rodney P. <laughs> do you know what? I'm going to be honest with you, I love hip-hop, but I'm not comfortable with this sort of bombastic style. Do you know I can't... I can't really... Uh, I can't really do it. So, uh, look, I, I guess we should get on with it. Uh, and we're going to have an opportunity for you to ask questions, unless it goes shit and then... We'll just cut it off. Um, <laughs> has anyone got any questions before we start? Feel free to shout them out. What do you think of live hip-hop? What do I think? You know what I think of live hip-hop. <laughs> do you even fucking listen, bro? <laughs> do you know what, Rupert? Let's can the Q&A, man. Because these people... They're going to come with a fucking bullshit. Um, one thing I do want to say is, you know, I'm going to, like, after we finish, I'm going to join you and we're going to have a little... But please don't talk to me directly. Like, I, I don't... I, I, uh, I don't... I, I really appreciate you coming to the podcast, but please don't be under the impression that we're friends. I, I, I don't... I don't know you. OK, ladies and gentlemen, please... You coming on together? No. No, OK. Please, can you give it up for my deputy... The bad man himself, Rumage. Uh, ladies and 
gentlemen, he's just turned up. Please, can you also give it up at the same sort of level that he did for Rupert? No, don't worry. Uh, Mr. Ben Green. He's just a rascal. He's just a rascal. He's just a rascal. Is he rascal? He's just a rascal. He's just a rascal. He's just a rascal. Is he rascal? Wow. Uh, Rue Match, Ben, how are you? Good. You've just got here. Yeah, yeah. Where have you been? Maybe ask Rupert some, I'm just getting my breath back. Okay. Uh, where has Ben been? <laughs> uh, Rue Match, do you want to tell everybody uh, how you broke your arm? Do you want you to broke hear? your arm, didn't you? Yeah. No, wrist. Uh, guys, it's not, it's, not, it's not panto, mate. Like, just, tell them, just tell them how you broke your arm. What are, the, uh, what are the parking restrictions? I don't know what the parking restrictions are, mate. <laughs> What's the question? Where did you park? Just on the road. It's really okay. bad road. Your here. car's fucked. Um, How did you, uh, you break your arm? I fell off my moped. A bus was pulling out, and uh, I braked and fell off. Okay. On the way to record two of these podcasts. Yeah. And I still did them. Thank you. That's so sweet. Okay, first of all, let's acknowledge what? how shit that round of applause was. And secondly, it was should we talk simple. about how little you fucking do on the podcast anyway? Yeah, like, yeah, do you know yeah. what I mean? So, it's not like a big thing. He's, he's sat there comatose like he does every single record. Uh, but he's here. And Ben, where have you been? Uh, I was at, mm. what, today? No, just like over the last six or seven months. If you could give us your general sort of, your general sort of movements on a day-to-day -day basis. Yes. Today, fuckface. What have you been? What have you been doing today? Uh, I was actually. Um, do you know Philip Schofield? Oh, here we go. This is this is the least hip hop podcast ever. Mm. He slept. Yeah, the man P. Sco. Yeah, what was going on with him? Yeah, what's the dilly with uh, the man Philip? Yeah, what happened? I was filming him do like a what do you call like a bike stunt. Oh. What? Yeah, he was doing like. A he should have chatted to me. What? <laughs> yeah. So he, he like. Good so, dynamic, this. So he did like a big, like, Superman, you know what I mean? Are you being serious? Yeah. yeah. Why? It was a stunt driver. I mean, it wasn't actually him. Oh. But he, you know, it looks like it's him. Okay, but is it supposed to be presented if it is? Yeah. As if it is? Well, haven't you fucked it's, it now, then? Well, that's what I'm asking. That's, that's the question yeah. I'm asking. I, yeah, I don't think it matters too much. Okay, but he was a nice dude. Very nice. Yeah, lovely. Lovely uh, man. And so uh, those of you that have listened to the podcast will know that um, this is the first time that Rue, Madge and Ben have been on the podcast together. Yeah. Right? Uh, how do you guys... Do They've you guys been crying out for it. Yeah. Rupert, you mm. don't listen when you're not on, well, do you? I've never listened to one that Ben's on. <laughs> I sort of like hip-hop, so I've listened to all of them. Oh! Drop a bomb. Or a fart noise. <laughs> Just a fart noise. Mine, what sound effects have you got tonight, man? I've got a new array of sound effects. I invested in some. Okay. <laughs> and then I got the old air horn. Oh yeah! I don't. Oh, that, I, like, I like that last one. Drop that again. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Shall we crack on with this? Yeah. Ben, you look really upset. I feel like we've not really prepped for this at all. I don't really know what we're doing. Is there an interval? Yes, there's an interval. Oh, that's nice. But you won't be coming back after it. <laughs> <laughs> or mate, or. Rummish. No, exactly. No. We finish at the interval. <laughs> oh, I should explain. Actually, it's actually yeah. quite oh, a good thing you've that done. you've done. Thanks. Have I explained what we're doing? So we do the, we're going to bring on Rodney P. We're going to do the regular podcast. 
We're going to ask if you've got any questions. I'll be honest with you, we, I'm 50-50 about the question section because of this fuckhead over here. Um, what did he do? I missed it. I was he, just, he asked, what do you think of live hip-hop? Absolute prick, mate. Do, do you know what I mean? You, sort of, you go to the effort of putting a thing on and this arsehole tries to fucking... sits in the second row and tries to fucking spit game at me. Fuck you, mate. What do you think of it? <laughs> Depends, isn't it? Some people yeah. can put on a show, yeah, yeah. some people can't. <laughs> <laughs> For the benefit of the podcast listeners, I'm staring out prick number one <laughs> intensely right now. <laughs> and I'm joking, mate. You're very welcome. Thanks for coming. Uh, don't come again. Um, uh, okay, let's crack on. This has gone, for, this has gone tits up. Early doors. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, please. We are absolutely honoured. It's incredible that this man has agreed to turn up and do this podcast. Particularly, I'm, I mean, I'm hoping he's still there after what he's just seen, do you know what I mean? But uh, can you please give it up for one of the legends in the game, the godfather of UK hip-hop, Mr. Rodney P! This is the bit where we introduce our guest. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, Rodney. How are you doing? How are you doing, mate? Why did you put the mic so high, Frank? Pardon? We thought we had a long back. How tall do you think uh, he was? Okay, there you go. We know he's a rhythm killer. We want to know if he's a mic stand killer. Do you know what I mean? That's what it was all about. That that could have gone better. Um, Okay. Uh, how are you, Rodney? You good? I'm good, you know, bruv. Thank you so much for for coming to this. Oh, good. Thanks for the invitation. Hello, everybody. Hello. Hello. Hmm. Uh, (laughs) How's life treating you, mate? Not too bad, you know. Yeah. Actually quite good, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Rodney, listen, you uh, essentially, uh, as, we, as I keep saying, you're a legend in the game. Uh, how do you feel about where you're at now? I mean, what are you up to now, hip-hop-wise? I mean, you've become like a TV presenter now, right? I do a bit of TV now, yeah. 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 I'm not quite your league yet, but I'm working on it. And, well, I, and, I've, but... and I've got an album coming out next year, actually. That's the plan. Yeah. I haven't had one out for a while, but I've, I've got one coming. I do have so, one coming. Uh, can you tell us what it's called and what the, the deal it's, is? I actually got the title from um, Mary Poppins. As all great hip-hop titles <laughs> exactly. emerge. Yeah. Exactly. And, we, um, it's called, it's called Enough's it? As Good As A Feast, right. which is, there's, there's a scene in Mary Poppins. You can go and look for it. And um, yeah, it's coming soon. This time next year, it'll be out and we'll be raving to it, hopefully. Okay, exciting, exciting. And, uh, I would have gone with tuppence a bag. <laughs> it's not too late. Spoonful of sugar is my personal favourite. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, Rodney, when you came out with London Posse, we were talking about this upstairs, yeah. and basically UK hip-hop now is in a situation where it's massive, right? And I remember growing up listening to UK hip-hop. Well, is, it, is, it, is it, I mean, like... I think UK hip-hop and grime are pretty much the same thing. But okay. do most people think that? I don't know. Well, I don't know. I mean, it's good to, it'd be good to get a straw poll on this. But I know that when grime first came out, that I know all of my friends that are into hip-hop were like, it's a different thing. Yeah. It's a completely different thing. It's not from the same... It's not from the same history. It's not from the same... And, and then it se- that attitude seems to have changed. I mean, who here thinks that grime and hip-hop are intertwined in the same thing or similar from the same... No. Okay, so it has changed. I've really got a finger on the pulse. Uh, (laughs) The word on the street that's been coming to me, Rodney, is that everybody thinks it's intertwined. As you can see, the crowd backed me up. (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) But I do think the attitude softened a bit, regardless of what this 
cross-section thing. Um, but do you think that UK hip-hop's in better health than it has been for a long time, right? Yeah, it's really good at the minute. Like, I mean, groups like High Focus and those guys and what they're doing, and, and, and the traditional UK hip-hop scene is in a good place. People like you know, Ocean Wisdom are doing like, amazing work. So, yeah, yeah. May I just say Ocean Wisdom is on my new album, available early next year, so look out. Have you got an album coming out? Yeah, huh? one, one of these days. <laughs> <laughs> now, in fact, no time soon, actually, if I'm honest, the album's actually not finished. We're just mixing it and, like, working it out. But it is coming, so, yeah, it's in the pipeline. It's soon. in the pipeline, OK. Uh, what's your take on Grime, then? Um, I like it. I'm a Grime fan. I mean, early days, I thought it was really simplistic and quite basic. Yeah. But I think now, in this window of time, some of the best MCs in the UK come from out the grime scene. Like, those guys are doing amazing work and amazing lyrical patterns and techniques. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely, definitely like something we should be championing and, 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 and holding up as like, the, for me, in the, oh man. You know, a, a lot of the, the traditional UK hip hop fans are going to hate me for this. But for me, grime is like the purest form of UK hip hop. Right. Because it is really. London, like, yeah. it's really London. So, yeah, man, I love it. Well, I think that I, I, would, I would say there is an argument that grime helped UK hip-hop in terms of when I was growing up listening to UK hip-hop, when you came out, mm-hmm. like, UK hip-hop was a thing that not many... Well, let's be honest, before you came out, a lot of UK hip-hop, most UK hip-hop, all of it, was just American accents and sort of a, an imitation of what was being yeah. done in the States. Yeah. And so a lot of people that were into hip-hop were just like, why would I bother listening to the UK version of that yeah. when I can go to the original thing, right? Absolutely. And Grime, from its very inception, was so British. So very and, UK, yeah, yeah, and so that immediately gives it a degree of separation. And Absolutely. that is something... But you had that thing where you... London Posse were the first crew. I'm right. I mean, you were the first crew that came out doing, doing say, English I, accents. I can say that before we came out, I personally didn't know anyone who did that. Right. Like, so, they, so there may have been somewhere someone who was, you know, who was doing it, but I'd never met them. So when we came out as London Posse, we were the first, for those, like, history lesson, we were, like, we're credited as, like, the first UK rap group to actually rap in UK accents which was a revolutionary idea in 1987. Because up until then, everybody rapped in a fake American accent. Everybody, bar none. So. Did you ever try an American one? Did yeah, you? yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I started the same way. And if you listen to them early London Posse records, you can still kind of hear my American twang in it a bit. Because I was still trying to work out how to do it. Like, we didn't have a blueprint. And we, I mean, I mean really the blueprint, blueprint for what we were doing as London Posse came from the UK dancehall scene. So yeah. we grew up in dancehall listening to reggae music and Saxon sound and black unity sound. And these guys, they were already representing this we're UK blacks, but we're not Jamaican. And we kind of took that mentality and put it on hip hop. We're, we're, we're UK, we're like, we, we love this hip hop thing, but we're not American. We, I'm from Battersea, you know what I mean? So was it a conscious decision or that's how you naturally do it? It was a conscious decision, but it came about because we went to New York. <laughs> <laughs> what? I mean, we went to New York. Imagine, imagine, imagine being, I, we were like 16 years old. I was like 16 years old. I'm in New York with my New York cousins and their mates on the block, rapping to them in a fake American accent. And what was their response to that? Not, not much, really. Like, <laughs> but, but, then I, but then I would say, mate, where, where, where's the local shop? Where can I get a packet of Rizzler from? Oi, 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 darling, you all right? And they'd say, where the fuck are you from? Your accent is amazing. Like, and it was like, what, why, do, why are we trying to like 
what the fuck are we doing? Like, yeah. really and truly. And, and also, so linking that with the idea that we sounded ridiculous, with the idea that actually we need to represent who we are and where we came from, that was the birth of London Pussy. So the New York trip inspired Absolutely. the London accent. Absolutely. And then, so you, then you start doing a London accent, yeah. and then what was the response when you first did it? Because like now, history <laughs> yeah. tells us that... The UK hip-hop scene didn't like us at all. We were, we were swampers. We were, there was too much reggae in the music. Hip-hop's supposed to sound American. These are the arguments that we came up against. Right. You know I mean? yeah. And then what was your... Did you think about changing back? We were like, fuck them. They're all pussies anyway. They can't come to me. Like... Serious. Like, serious. Like, it's a different day. DJ Pogos, he's an old school dude from, he knows man from back in the day. And we were rowdy. We were rowdier than most of the, like, I don't mean to blow my horn horn or nothing. No. We were rowdy. Like, so, like, man's opinion didn't really matter much. So, okay, so they're all pussies. I understand that. Yeah, and you that so, go wrong. You that go Yeah, I know, wrong. I know. That's how, that's how I feel about it. <laughs> and uh, so you kept on doing it. And then eventually, did you notice a difference where people were like, initially they're, they're against it and then they start yeah, to absolutely. warm to it? absolutely. We became... I mean, when we put out the early London Posse records, we became quite popular with that. Like, and, and it had the reggae elements and it was a UK sound. So people kind of... Well, well, they got into that, and, and over the next... Pe- I mean, now people remember it, like, straight away, everyone started rapping in UK accents, but actually it took about still another 10 years. We put that record out in 1987, was our first record. So it still took about another 10 years. And then the garage scene came, and they started doing it again. So mm. it's, it's been a journey. It's been a journey. For so me. do you... I know you, you won't want to say this, but do you sometimes sit back and think, I fucking changed the whole scene, mate? <laughs> Come on, be honest. You can be... This is a safe space, right? <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> me alongside my MC partner, Bionic, who, for me, at that time, was the greatest MC in the world. I think Bionic was the greatest MC in the world, especially early London Posse days. So, yeah, I'm going to take some of that credit, but I have to say big up to Bionic. I have to say big up to CPO and DJ Business. That's the crew, that's the family. London Posse Foundation from back in the day, I don't know. Uh, and by, did Bionic go in, he went into like drum and bass, right? Yeah, he was doing drum and bass for a while. And then he, he started working with Stevie Hyper D right before Stevie passed, unfortunately. And they had some real interest, interesting music lined up. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's always been about the music and about pushing the MC styles and about the syncopations. It's always been. That. And um, so what do you, when you see UK hip hop, and UK and a very British sound being as big as it is, and like people like High, you know, Ocean Wisdom looks like he's like he's blowing up, his Wizville's like gone massive or whatever. Do, do you look at that and go, I'm proud to have started this all off or be one of the pioneers or do you sort of get annoyed that I was, I was fucking nah, doing it when it was hard, nah, mate? I'm we really, were living off I'm, Weetabix and I'm shit. I'm really and, proud. And we were. We were living off Weetabix. <laughs> it, was, it was cans of tuna, white rice and sweet corn. We used to eat that a lot. We were yeah. broke back in the day. But... There's a lot of being, money being made now. A lot of these kids are doing really good. And it's a blessing. I feel proud. Like, and I do know that a lot of the old school UK hip-hop men are quite bitter about you know, the, 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 the light that they receive and the, the success that they feel like they deserved. But personally, I feel like, like we, were, we were the blueprint. We put all of this in motion. We should, we should definitely be proud of that. Yeah. While we're trying to pay the bills. You know? <laughs> Um, but there's two ways of looking at that (laughs) one way is because the thing is it's like because we had Jest on the podcast 
And yeah, Jess I heard is that obviously, show. yeah. I heard that show, yeah. And Jess is obviously a, a legend. But Absolutely. How he, the thing is, is you, like the new rappers coming through now will give you respect and say you led the way and all of that. A lot of the new rappers coming through don't know who the hell I am. I have no clue. Who are these fucking pricks, mate? Talk to them from me, bro. Like, mate, but it's the reality is, I mean, that's especially what we did a fucking podcast to school these assholes, mate. It's unbelievable. <laughs> I mean, but honestly, a lot of them don't, and you can't really blame them. A lot of these kids, like, they don't know what we were doing in the 80s or the 90s. They just, they don't have a clue. And, and especially with the grime scene, I feel like for a lot of them, they, they pressed the reset button a long time ago. Like, we were a bit stush. And a bit, ah, who were these kids with this new thing? They, they, they're no good at rapping. We're like, and we were a bit, we weren't very welcoming, you know? So they, they, they pressed the reset button. And this success that they have now, they, they don't connect it to us. I connect it to us. And the reality is real. There's a connection, whether you know it or not. But we can't blame them for, you know I mean, not, not knowing what we didn't hand on. We but do you, think it's imp- do you think that it's, if you're coming into a music form, it's, you should, like... Make, educate yourself and get to know who came before you and all that? We do you did. Think we did. Hip-hop was different then, though. Hip-hop was about the elements and about the old school and about beat digging and graffiti writing and break dancing. Now, like, it's about, you know what I mean, selling as many records as you can and, and having the prettiest girl in your video. So it's a new day. It's a new day. Like, and, and, and for me, one of the, the biggest losses that we have in hip-hop culture is the fact that the elements have been pulled apart. And, and the culture doesn't exist in the same way that it did. So what do you mean by that they've been pulled apart? Well, it used to be, like I said, when I, when I came into hip-hop, I was a rapping, break-dancing, b-boy, graffiti writer. Yeah, right? talk preach, man. Me, yeah, same. Absolutely. Yeah, 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 same. Yeah, same. Same. I but that's what you did. About. In the early 80s, when you came into hip-hop, you did all of it. Hip-hop was this cultural thing. It wasn't just a musical form. And now it's just hip-hop is this music, and graffiti is separate, and break-dancing is separate, and the DJing skills are separate. But back in the day, it was just one thing. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, ben, were you into, were you a graffiti artist? And a, did you ever go tagging? Um, I've never actually tagged before. Uh, <laughs> or break, break, well, break I think I'm a bit older yeah. than you. It's difficult, it's difficult to know dance. what the past tense is. Yeah, break dance. Break dance. You never break dance. <laughs> no, in fact, dancing at hip-hop clubs is one of my, like, Triggers like it's something that I actually still have nightmares. <laughs> Jesus about. Christ! In what is a trigger the right word? What does a trigger mean? You know, I don't know. Okay. I don't know what you're trying I've to say. It, like, it makes me feel a bit sick thinking about. I used to wear sunglasses to a nightclub. Okay, I get it. You're Why? a prick. Okay. <laughs> well, like, and then I remember just dancing, and I've and I've seen a, a, a photo of myself, and I'm just like sweating. I'm like wearing like a purple shirt, and I'm trying. I just it's awful. It just really genuinely makes me feel ill. But yeah. I was very much part of the culture, like yourself, so... <laughs> I actually... No, no, go on, you actually what? Go on, go on. No, I, I, did, I used to DJ. Okay. Um, ben? Oh, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> you used to DJ, yeah? Yeah, I used to do Garage. Did, did, what did you make of the, uh, the, the Garage? Did you get... You, did you like... Was it, you well... it was good party music, yeah. Yeah? yeah? Good, good party music. Good raving music. But that feels like you're saying that, like... Disrespectfully. Uh, yeah, no, not at all. You said that in a way. I'll say it, Ben. I'll say it, Ben. It sounds like Rodney P thinks Garage is shit. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't say that. No, I, I definitely wouldn't say that. I've had a, 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 many a good night out raving to some Garage Would you music. consider, like, Mighty Mo a great MC? Mighty Mo's my bridger, yeah. yeah. He's actually on one of my tunes from back in the day. Is is it? Yeah, oh, yeah, I've got a tune my... called Live Up. 
featuring the People's Army and Mighty Mo. Go on, Drop it. You know that tune there. This guy, this yeah. guy, fucking Jesus Christ! You're like, you're like Rodney R down there, man. Just fucking so into it. Um, <laughs> why better? Why better? Salute you, brother. Salute you. Salute you. Uh, what about you, Rupert? What would you say of the four pillars? What would you say is your strongest point? DJing. It's five pillars, actually, bro. So, yeah. Is it five? Is it? F- Sorry, I hate to be finicky, but this hip hop thing's five pillars. The fifth one being knowledge. We often forget that. Okay, yeah. don't fucking ooh like I've, <laughs> like I've been fucking. Oh, he didn't know. Oh my god, I, he does a podcast. He didn't know about the fifth pillar. Fuck off. <laughs> can I take knowledge? That one, I feel like. I can, what do you need to know? Just like, <laughs> just like general. What are you talking about? Like GCSEs or BTEC? <laughs> yeah. what, 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 <laughs> More O levels. O levels. Right, okay, that's the old school. See it there? Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, what I was saying is, what do you think is your strongest of the five pillars? A, a lot of people make a mistake of thinking it's only four. So you, you. I was gonna say. You were gonna say. So what's I did, your? I DJed. You DJed. Yeah. I did a hip hop night at uni. We did could, you? No, exclusive. What was your DJ name? Stig. <laughs> it's true. In Manchester, I DJed the Hacienda once. See? Did That's you? legendary, yeah, the wine bro. Society That's legendary. Yeah. yeah. You DJed yeah, at the Hacienda. Hacienda. Yeah, hip-hop set. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that gives you an idea of how fucked the scene was back there, man. <laughs> Can Did I say really, what yeah. the gig was? Did you, yeah, go on. Was there the was a wine society. Oh, jeez. <laughs> they, they all count, mate. They all count. It was a good night. Everyone's fucking hammered. Wine Society, you know? So. Oh, my God. Did you I'm ever so... do the Wine Society? Mm-hmm. Did you ever do the Wine Society? No, I didn't, I didn't ever do the Wine Society, no. no. The, the, the worst you... night I've ever been pissed in my life was drinking red wine. Yeah, me too. In, in the Hammersmith Palais. Horrible, oh, yeah, yeah. horrible, horrible night. So I don't really fuck with wine, if I can avoid it. Yeah. Uh, so, Rodney, how did you first get into hip-hop? What was like, sort of your introduction to it? Oh, sorry, hold on, hold on. We've got to do the thing, haven't we? Here's a little bit that we like to call, how do you get into hip-hop? Yeah. <laughs> uh, how did you get into hip-hop? How did I get into hip-hop? Um, I guess a big part of it would have been the Sugar Hill Gang on top of the Pops. Yeah. That would have been a big part of it. And then... Um, Sugar Hill Gang? That's uh, it. Yeah. Sugar Hill Gang. Are they, con- are they controversial? The are the Sugar Hill Gang controversial? Because like, did he, did they nick their? Yeah, they nicked the lyrics. Yeah. Well, well, big bank, big bank Hank nicked the lyrics. Right. So he stole these lyrics from Grandmaster Kaz, who was part of the Cold Crush Brothers. Yeah. He was like, see, now this is really kind. <laughs> no, but this is good. <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah. So Look, Grandmaster Kaz was Rod- one Rodney of the. Rodney R's fucking loving it. Yeah, preach. <laughs> He was one of the Cold Crush brothers and he had this famous lyrics and Big Bank Hank stole it and put it on the Sugar Hill record. Yeah. And if you listen to that record, you can hear he spells out the name um, Casanova, which was Kaz's name. Yeah. You'd think if you're going to jack the lyrics, change the name. You would yeah, think I mean, so, it's like, really, it's like, isn't it? This, it's not the a perfect thing. crime, is it? Yeah, <laughs> the little things. But yeah, yeah, that's, that's now credited as like the beginning of this, this rapping hip-hop culture. That's where we all first heard it. And then, and then for us UK guys, it would have been... Malcolm McLaren with Buffalo Girls after that. Right. Yeah. And then you, what, then you heard that and you're like, I've got to get into I've that. got to get involved. I mean, really, it was the, 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 the imagery in the video of Buffalo Girls. It was the first time you saw body popping, first time you saw break dances. You saw guys with graffiti, like with, with spray cans, doing this, like magic wands and creating these pictures. It was the first time we ever saw what it looked like. And, yeah, a whole generation of us was just... 
addicted, absolutely. Yeah? Absolutely. Can I ask a question? No. You, oh. um, okay. <laughs> no, no, go on, man, go on. No, I was just going to... Um, when you, like, st- when you saw that on TV and then you, like, decided I'm going to... Why are you laughing? I don't know. <laughs> it's a serious <laughs> question. When you, uh, when you, like, started... Because uh-huh. you're someone that seems naturally very cool... And when you yeah. like, I was a fat you, kid. Everyone, I was really? a fat chubby kid. Like, oh mate, okay. tell yeah. me about it. But yeah. I just thought, like, <laughs> Can you imagine what that'd be like to carry that on into adult life. Man? That's where I'm at. <laughs> it's a work in progress. Yeah. My heart bleeds for you, Rodney. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I feel your pain, bro. I feel your pain. Yeah, go on, Ben. Sorry. Uh, yeah. So the question was, uh, do you? Did you like natural? Did it all come quite naturally to you, like? Like, did you do nah. all the five pillars, the knowledge? Nah, nah, nah. Far you didn't from. know about the fifth I hate, pillar. I hated studying. I wasn't very rhythmic, so my dancing skills were terrible. Break dancing hurts if you do it badly. Like, spinning on your head is not the best idea if you're not very good at spinning on your head. But the rapping part, I could do that. Yeah. Like, I, I understood that part. And, like, even before I started rapping, I'd actually won the Rotary Club of Battersea Poetry Award for a poem that I wrote when I was And like, that's the hardest Rotary Club to the win. Hardest that's the hardest in the world, bro. That's, that's the hardest listen, award. Listen, the, the, yeah, the, the anxiety yeah. was deep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, 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 I brought it home. I took that, it home. I took that it Rotary home. Club didn't fuck about. Because yeah, I did uh, Rotary Club of East Grinstead, and that, yeah. wasn't, that wasn't on that level. Where you know what I just went straight to Wine Society. Uh, and so then, so then you just thought rapping is the one I'm going to go with. Rapping, I could do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Rapping, I could. If I was better at body popping, I might have been a body popper, but I wasn't. So what a shit yeah. album that would have been. Though. <laughs> yeah, indeed, indeed. Very quiet. Yeah. <laughs> just white just noise. Hear, just hear Rodney every now and again going, "Oh, yeah. fuck it." <laughs> <laughs> Get down. <laughs> Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. So, Rodney, uh, it's yes, time sir. to ask you what the first hip-hop album you bought was. Hold on. Rack your brains. Give it some thought. What was the first hip-hop album you bought? Um... I'm not actually sure. Right. But maybe Run DMC, maybe Rudini, something like that. Right, right, right. Yeah, one of those. I mean, I've, I've been a fan for a long time. And I just, at, at that time, you just kind of scooped up everything you could get. So it might have been Brink Machine or like something really corny, but I don't know. I don't know. Are but you I've, still a Run DMC fan? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Have you watched um, the new sitcom? No. No, because no. I don't. So, I don't want to stop being a Run DMC fan. <laughs> so, so I thought it's best I leave that alone. <laughs> what? What is it? <laughs> yeah, you know, I saw the advert on YouTube, on, on Netflix, and I thought, nah. Uh, it's nah. this new sitcom on Netflix called All About the Washingtons. Oh yeah. And he is a an ex rapper mm-hmm. called Joey Speed, 
Um, I want to pretend like I haven't watched I'm every I'm going to take your word for it because I don't know any <laughs> but of this But I have stuff, watched like. every fucking episode. But it's like, he's like this ex-rapper, he decides to retire, and then it's like his life, and he always wears like Adidas tracksuits. I mean, that's not a part of the storyline. What's the Washington bit? They changed the name. They didn't, like, so his family, the Washingtons, right, or whatever, right. and his son's like a hip-hop producer. Mm. It's... Shit. It is uh, shit. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. It will garbage. make you like down with the king less. That's that's what I would say about <laughs> it. But sure. it's, it's, you know, it's all right. that's why I left it alone. But yeah, I, yeah. I didn't it was a good shout. It's a good shout. Favorite Run DMC tune? Um, Rockbox. 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 That's a coincidence. Your favorite Robbie Rockbox. Williams song is Rudebox. <laughs> <laughs> Play them both. The whole album. Yeah, we'll drop them in now. Uh, okay, Rodney, uh, I'm going to ask you now. This is a difficult one. Okay. What is your favourite hip-hop album of all time? Oh, no rush, man. Martin! Hey, man, what's your favourite hip-hop album? Literally, you got one. you got one fucking job, bro. <laughs> My bad. It's stressful, All you've got to do is play the skits. Oh, that's all you've got to do. Rodney, what's your favourite hip-hop album? Um, that's, that's, that's a changeable answer. Every day would be different, but today we'll say um, takes a nation of millions to hold us back. We're public yeah. enemies. Yeah. Oh, someone's go heard on, it. Sorry. Go on, brother, you know. Yeah, you know. one guy's heard of public enemy. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's fucking And he Googled great. it as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, no, that's an important album for me. That, 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 there was a that t- album and Critical Beatdown by Ultra Magnetic as well. Right, that's right, right. Album. But there was a time when that was the default answer, It Takes a Nation of Millions, right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, had anybody else in the room say A Nation of Millions is their favourite of all time? Okay, are you guys... I'm are unique. they here? I'm unique. <laughs> yeah. Well, hold on, let me just take... What's your favourite hip-hop album of all time? Mad Villainy. Mad Villainy. Okay, so you're a bit... <laughs> <laughs> Licensed to ill. Beastie Boys, okay. Okay. Uh, what about public? What about that album? Is what makes that your favourite? <laughs> okay, this is. It, not, it was the time and the place. place. Let's, let's get this room. Just back. people <laughs> responding to some sort of public enemy Tourette's going on. It was the times and and, and and public enemy like they kind of they kind of changed the direction in a little way and and they brought the, the a different kind of consciousness to hip hop that. For a young South London black boy like me, was very appreciated. Absolutely. Um, and uh, well, when I first heard "It Takes a Nation of Millions," it's just the production on it is fucking insane, Amazing. right? And you know what it is as well. That album starts with the live recording of Public Enemy at Hammersmith in 1987, and I was there. And I feel right. like, yeah, I'm on that album. Yeah. I, like, I'm, I'm a guest on that album. Because when you hear that opening scene, and it's all the horns and the cheering and make noise for public enemy. I'm like, yeah, I remember. <laughs> so that, that album always kind of, it kind of, it always had a special place. Yeah, yeah. And do you, and then public, so Chuck D and Flavor Flav, yeah. I think that is an incredible combination. Absolutely. Right? The two Absolutely. voices, Absolutely. Flav's look, Chuck's yeah. look, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like perfect. And then... The, the lo- There's so much about Public Enemy that's amazing. So the logo so is so Absolute. great. Yeah, like, uh, that's the kind of logo you dream of because you could put it on anything and sell a million T-shirts. Yeah. And, and, and there's no words on it, it's just an image. Like, yeah, I mean, Public Enemy, for my generation, changed the whole... My- Public Enemy is a group that sent me to the library to start reading books and discovering that knowledge that we had talked about. Yeah. Public Enemy did that in a real sense. Like, so, yeah, I, 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 I can't say nothing but, like, Love and respect to Chuck D and the whole crew, no doubt. S1W's, all of that. They definitely changed 
you know, a lot of people's outlook on how we live our lives. And who, and who knew hip-hop was going to do that? Yeah, yeah. And, and then uh, there was this... Do you remember the controversy with Madonna? When with they the, sued her? Yeah. Yeah. Because she took one of the beats off and put it on Justify My Love, right? Yeah. But actually, on, on the um, Take Some Nation, the Millions album, they've got a record saying, how can you sue us for sampling beats? <laughs> <laughs> That's just the nature of the beast. They got sued, they sued Madonna, the money goes round. You keep it moving, right? <laughs> <laughs> I've been to see him live a lot because um, yeah. I've got an opinion on live hip hop, and um, <laughs> but they're amazing live. It's so funny because I, I, well, first of all, Flavor Flav. I don't know if I don't know how many of you have been to Public Enemy gig, but Flavor Flav stays until the crowd have left. Yeah. I mean, he yeah. the last time the last time I went to see him, yeah, yeah, yeah. they had a drum kit. He got yeah. on the drums. And he was just playing the drums, and he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it went on for about 15 minutes. He's still like, yeah, it's still going. And then eventually it got to the point where he was still on the drums, and the room was empty. Do you know what I mean? It was yeah, just yeah. literally... Yeah. I think Flavor Flow's going to be the last one, in here, man? That's the energy, man. He loves it. You it's love fucking it. crazy. You gotta love it. Uh, <laughs> what, what did you think of the other albums? Fear of a Black Planet? Uh... I, liked, I liked them all up to a point. I did. I, honestly, like... Apart from the last Public Enemy album, there's like three or four of them I just never heard. Yeah. I never heard. After Griff left the group, it just, the, the ground shifted, the music was different. But up until a point, for me, like I say all the time, for me, Chuck D from Public Enemy is the most important MC that we've ever had. Like people always debate who's the greatest MC. Is, is it Rakim? Is it Jay-Z? Is it, is it Eminem? Is it whoever? Like we can have that debate. Who's the greatest? Who's the greatest lyrical? Like, you know what I mean? But that's one conversation. But who's the most important MC? I think there's only one crown. Robbie Williams. No. <laughs> Chuck D. Chuck D all day for me. Chuck D all day. <laughs> Time it was really, you know, It was really building up to a moment there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like Robbie. Robbie's cool. Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's good. Yeah, you like him, don't you? Let's not go down another celebrity sort of thing. Um, well, I do. I, I agree with you in terms of Chuck D. Like they, the stuff that they were talking about, like you know, burn Hollywood, burn nine one one is a joke. You know, all of those songs that they were dealing with, like real issues in Absolutely. a way that, like, and then hip hop after they sort of peaked at that time. Public Enemy made all of hip-hop conscious. Like, then that started to be the yeah. thing. Everybody yeah. was like... Everyone needed to get that some consciousness exactly. into them. And then it just moved away from it. It never yeah. has really... Yeah, NWA came out. That. Yeah, that was basically NWA it. came out and that, that all shifted. NWA, like, they... I don't know what you think about this, but NWA, Straight Outta Compton, amazing album, right? But what it did to hip-hop was crazy, right? Yeah. Like, crazy. the legacy of the whole, it. The whole shit changed. The whole direction of hip-hop music changed with that album. Absolutely. And, and, and hip-hop became, for me, what was this positive force. Hip-hop's always been positive and still is. But, but the narrative changed yeah. with the release of that NWA album and yeah. the success that he had. And also, and also to be honest, the, the, the Ice Cube album that came after that Chuck D produced. Uh, America's Most Wanted. America's Most Wanted as yeah. well. That, that, that really changed the landscape. I, 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 the thing about Ice Cube, right, is like Ice Cube now... And what I, I don't know. I you think people believe it. Yeah, yeah. I'll be there. Yeah, yeah, I know yeah, yeah, we're yeah. Done yet. You but wouldn't you, believe that yeah. was the same. I know. How dangerous he was. Yeah, like, yeah. It's <laughs> fucking crazy. Like, like fuck I don't up. know. I don't know if anybody in here has heard Death Certificate. Ice, the Ice Cube yeah. Death Certificate. Mm. That album yeah. as a snapshot yeah. of of Black America 
during the time of the Rodney King riots. It's yeah. one of the most yeah. incredible, yeah. like, like reportage shit. Like, yeah, like, it's yeah, fucking amazing, man. Yeah. And then you said, there you go. <laughs> and then he got a movie deal. <laughs> and and was... then, like, a f- cut to a few years later, and I'm watching yeah. do a film about trying to build a house in the country or some yeah, shit like that. <laughs> but death certificate is fucking incredible. Uh, okay, cool. Takes the nation millions. Ben, we've never, actually, we've never asked our, we never asked ourselves. Uh, not What's your favourite yeah. album? What's so, your favourite hip-hop album? I don't know. Um, normally you don't ask me anything. I don't normally get asked my opinion on stuff. I'm not used to... Today's a special day. Yeah, Today's we're still doing a live thing. We've got Rodney Pierce, a special occasion. It's probably occasion. something really boring, to be honest, like Illmatic. I think it's probably thing that I've Yeah, that's to. boring. All right, <laughs> all right. R.I.P. Uh, Big L's R.I.P. album. Re- that's one of your, that's yeah. the greatest of all time. I'm going to... Well, I was doing the obvious one and then I've gone for a more interesting one. Okay. Ooh. What do you want? Yeah, that one. That is actually quite a good album. Have you brought one of your family with you? (laughs) (laughs) Listen, you, Ben, you love Big L, don't you? Yeah, I'm a big Big L. Is he like your favourite? I think he's my number one, yeah. Big L's your number one. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Why do you like him so much? Um, Well, I think a lot, he's kind of credited, like, from, like, Eminem and Jay-Z, we've all credited him at certain points of being, like, like, the guy. And I think if he hadn't, you know, I don't know how he died, because I think it could have been... There was like, it was AIDS, was it? No. No, I heard no, it was AIDS. Sure. OK, listen, listen, listen. No, let me, no, no Ben, Ben, no, Ben, let no, me tell you something. No, no, if you don't you know, no. don't make that your go-to thing. <laughs> that, like, if you're no. not sure, no, if a... you're not sure, don't say AIDS. If you're not 100% sure, it's AIDS. Yeah. Let's do Google not it. say AIDS. You understand? <laughs> If there's even a fucking wow. 0.01% <laughs> doubt in your mind, you do not there say, was... is it AIDS, man? <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? I don't mean it in, like, a negative way. No, no, but just don't... <laughs> How did you mean it in a Good jaunty, AIDS. positive way? Well, what I mean is there is a... I, am I the only one that has heard this rumour? There yeah. is, like, a thing that... In Fucking a lot of his records, out. he talks about, like, having unprotected sex. Right. And he talks about that. And there is a rumour the that clues. they think he was ill and that he either had himself shot or he had... You don't agree? He had himself shot? Yeah. Just so he didn't he have to die shot. of AIDS. Wow. It's not that... Because it, it's all about respect, isn't it, right? Right. It? And then it's like he didn't want it to get out. <laughs> I've heard... I think you're on your own with that one, bro. <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> Rodney no. Pease cut you loose, mate. No, no. How does it feel to be cut loose by a legend? <laughs> I'm not saying it's 100% true. I'm just saying... <laughs> no, I've heard Eminem's got AIDS. What? Yeah. What are you talking about? You told me that. I never fucking... Don't fuck... <laughs> I never said that. Everyone in hip hop. I never said that. I never said that. It's a huge hip hop illness, and we need to address it. I don't know what's happened. So no one's even heard that rumor in this entire. Has anyone heard that rumor? That no. Maybe it's not true. Where did you hear the rumor from? Big L. I don't remember. It's a rumor. Where do you hear rumors from? I don't know. Well, you just hear them, don't you? Oh, what? Yeah, no, I know he was shot. Yeah, but he shot himself because he up. might have had AIDS. That's what Ben's saying. It seems when you're... Now you've dissected it, it sounds less likely. Yeah, but I okay. swear when I got told... Mm. All right, and he's your favourite, He's my favourite, yeah, he's right. <laughs> I read the 96 three stars, very good. <laughs> what about you, I Rupert? don't really like... First biggie. The first biggie? Yeah. Right, OK, makes sense. Yeah, makes sense. He, Why? He didn't have AIDS, he was shot. 
He was short, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Can we stop talking about AIDS? Yeah, yeah. Uh, did you like his second album? Yeah, it's, it's great. Sweet. That's that chat done. <laughs> I, I was uh, waiting was, for You know that song, Play Your Hater, on that album? Yeah. That was a joke, wasn't it? What do you mean? The song. Does everyone remember where they're singing? Yeah. Play Your Hater. <laughs> What's the joke? Well, because well, it's like an art, it's sort of like a piss take. It, song, is, it? it is purposely It shit. is kind of like a piss take, yeah. Okay, yeah. Good, okay. Okay, but that's not a rumour, that's definitely, we've all heard that stuff. That's, when you're not sure about something, it's all right to ask about stuff like that. Whether somebody died of AIDS, you figure it out before you get on the mic. That's, that's, what, that's all I'm saying. Uh, so Biggie's the greatest of all time for you, Rumaj. Yeah, man. Yeah, sweet. Sweet, nice. Uh, I do like, I do so, so what's your favourite album, then? Uh, do you know what, I've got to be honest oh, he's with you. never been pretty, asked it, that. Huh? You have, have you been asked that before? No. Uh, do you know what? Should it's we so put nice the sting on? Hey, man, what's your favourite hip-hop album? One word. One word? Just a quick answer, yeah. Yeah, it's the same as you, actually. It's Takes a Nation yeah. of Millions, yeah. I think it's the greatest. I think it's the best. I think it's the best hip-hop album of all time. That's sucking up. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Sorry, <laughs> so, sorry. Get your own ideas. What a come cop-out. Up, come up with something else. I came up with two. Pardon? I came up with two. Okay, I also quite like KMD, Mr. Hood, all right? They, they, okay, fine, fine, is that all right? Somebody said, nah, as if you, it's no, my really. fucking opinion. How can you disagree with my, nah, you don't think that. <laughs> How the fuck can you disagree with an opinion? You disagree with mine. You disagree with my opinion. No, I'm not disagreeing with, I'm trying to protect your career, bro. You, you're... <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Uh, okay, Rodney, it's time to talk about yes, hip hop sir. gripes. Okay. Oh, man. Hip hop gripes. Uh, I think you've sort of alluded to this already, but what your, what's your biggest. Is there anything about hip hop you don't like? Yeah, like I said, the, the way that hip hop as a culture has been pulled apart doesn't sit well with me. Um, I think that, <laughs> so you know I'm going to sound like an old boy, but again, I feel like in a lot of ways, the stuff that we res respected when we were young coming up, like when we were young coming up, to be called a biter, a biter, yeah. that was like the worst thing in the world. Just for an MC to be accused of sounding like another MC was just horrendous. Like you would, you would have, you'd have to battle on principle. And now everybody kind of sounds like everybody else. And yeah. no one really seems to care. And, and, and that's an issue for me. Because it's important that we push originality and creativity as part of the culture. And not just record sales. Record yeah. sales are good. We all want to eat and we all want to get houses and all of this stuff. Like, I'm not knocking anyone for paying their bills. But this hip-hop thing is about to be about... It's supposed to be about, you know, uniqueness and originality and pushing the boundaries. And I see less and less of that. Uh, what, is your, what do you think of the hip-hop's coming out? I'm, a bit, I'm sorry, I'm supposed to be telling more jokes. I do apologise. No, but, no, you hey. don't have to tell jokes. We're, we're, we're trying and failing at ourselves. Don't worry about that. But... <laughs> I'll leave that to you. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Do you want to know what mine is? Your what? Gripe. Yeah, I do, I do want to know. People not knowing what the fifth pillar is. <laughs> Hate it. That is actually a personal gripe of mine. I've had that conversation with more than one person. <laughs> What is it again? I've generally forgotten. <laughs> Knowledge. Ah. Yeah. Such an arsehole, man. Such an arsehole. I'm going to break the other arm. Ah. It's a wrist, actually. Oh, oh sorry. Okay, sorry. Uh, 
And what do you what do you think of modern hip hop? Are you do you think I, I'm not talking about UK hip hop? UK hip hop's in sort of good health, but like just generally, what do you think? Like I think people heralding like Kendrick and people like that. What do you? I really what? like Kendrick. I really like J Cole. I think I think a lot of a lot. Of, I don't like the Migos and all that shit. That's all bollocks. But if I'm drunk and I'm in a club and like fine, like yeah. But I listen to I, I listen to hip hop on on kind of different levels, and I travel a lot, and I see that you know hip hop. Across the, gro- across the globe, sorry, I've had quite a few of them red straps yeah. today. But um, across the globe, hip-hop still plays the same position culturally and within the community. It's a really uplifting and empowering, you know, style of music and a, and a, and a culture. And it's not just about the pop charts everywhere else. If you go to, like, you know, lots of impoverished places around the world, they use hip-hop as a way to empower people and I see that in action so I know that this hip hop culture is still powerful and active and doing the job that it's supposed to do you know what I mean uh, and what's your take on this whole uh, Eminem have you been keeping up to speed with the Eminem yeah yeah yeah, yeah 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 that's good stuff man yeah, that's yeah. good stuff it's good, right? <laughs> it's good isn't it yeah it's good what, what, it's is, good. Your, what is your take on it I'm really, I'm really enjoying all, do, it. Do you think there's a winner in that? Uh... I don't think there's a winner. I haven't, I, haven't, I haven't claimed the winner yet. I ain't claimed the winner yet. I think, I think Machine Gun Kelly came real hard. I've mm. never been that much of a fan of his stuff. No. But I think his first tune against Eminem was real good. Yeah. Like, let's talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. That was real cool. But at the same time, I think Eminem is best when he's in battle mode. Yeah. I don't listen, I haven't listened to an Eminem album for years. That's not my thing. Yeah. But if, if I'm on getting aggressive, yeah. that's my dude, you know? <laughs> <laughs> he, can, he can do that. So yeah, in this window of time, I'm really, I'm really feeling it, definitely. Uh, who here thought Machine Gun Kelly won that? No, I that shit. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> and she's so cute, the what, way she sorry, said what's it. Sorry, what he said about what? So we've got a heckler here. What, what M said about Diddy. Oh, about oh, about yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So on kill shot, Eminem uh, suggested that Diddy arrange for Tupac to be, uh, uh, and that is another thing that you know. Hopefully, Eminem checked his facts on. <laughs> <laughs> He's looking at you. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> Didn't know who you were looking. There at, is sorry. a theory. We had we had. <laughs> That's out of order, isn't it? <laughs> Um, there got, is a theory we had we had we haven't released it yet but we had Murs on the podcast right okay. and Murs uh, said that he thinks it's all just bullshit like it's all just the record to generate label. records they so just said yeah they're both on the same oh, Machine Gun Kelly and Eminem they're both on the same label I wouldn't be surprised and apparently and apparently Machine Gun Kelly had that track sitting on his SoundCloud or whatever and then it was out for, and then it was sort of sitting, and then he dropped it when he was supposed to drop it, and it's okay. all part of like a big, okay, I a big thing to boost them both. Like, it's like I said to you earlier upstairs. I, I don't believe none of this Jay Z and Beyonce and Becky and all of that stuff. I don't believe it. I Listen, believe you know what? He's sounding a lot upstairs. You're fucking losing your mind about it. Man. <laughs> he fucking like, punched oh, it's the wall. fucking Becky, man. And we're supposed to <laughs> sit here speculating on his fucking. I don't fucking believe it. That's. You got my accent really well, isn't that really good? But no, I don't. I don't believe none of that shit. Like, I think that's all like good promo. They thought about that two years ago. How we're gonna sell records for the next five years? And I wouldn't be surprised if this Machine Gun Kelly and Eminem thing was the same. I hadn't heard about that. I hadn't thought about that. And I'm being entertained, so whatever. Yeah, yeah. But you know what I mean? This you... this music industry is snakish. Like, it's very snakish. Believe that. 
Did you watch the uh, the interviews as well? Like there was the Shay interview and in Do you watch them? It's very difficult for me to watch an Eminem interview when he's got that beard. Uh, that's, that, 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 I'll got, throw you on that. Like, do you know what I mean? It's like, a bit weird, isn't it? Yeah. Like, it's a, I just sort of think like weird. I just sort of think if you're going to have facial hair, respect the art form. It is. A lot of people oh, don't you. know. A lot I of people you, don't know. <laughs> it's actually beard, beards. Maintaining a beard is the sixth pillar. Uh, a lot of, uh, 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 it's sort of it sort of annoys me when people don't realise that and acknowledge it, but it is. And Eminem, he looks like he swept up a barbershop and stuck it to his face. It is fucking ridiculous. That's to cover the AIDS. Pardon? It's to cover up. <laughs> it's all those patches. What are they called? Hives. It's to cover up his hives. Legions. Allegedly. <laughs> You know what? We can't put this out, man. Yeah, we can. We can't put it out. It's good uh, publicity. Uh, look, Rodney, we're almost out of time here uh, okay. for this section. Um, what are you listening to at the moment? Um, various stuff, but I'll tell you what. Like, for, for, if, for those of you that don't know yet, there's a UK hip-hop group called The Children of Zeus. Who are, they're like, their album is amazing. They had an album before, like, uh, like uh, a free album. I don't know what you call it, but... The music is amazing. It's just amazing. So I listen to a lot of that. And I'm listening to the demos of my forthcoming album that will be out early next year on True Thoughts Records. So, so look out for that. Yeah. <laughs> um, what, uh, and also, you've got, a t- you've got a TV show coming out soon, right? Yeah, October the 12th um, on BBC4. We have a new documentary coming out. I've done a few before. This one's about grime and the position it plays in society. And, and you know what we can expect from the grime scene going forward. Yeah. Uh, and, li- and is it right, am I right in saying that you won an award for your TV presenter? Is that, have I just I've made won a up? couple and I've been... Oh, no- shit, oh, sorry. I was nominated. <laughs> <laughs> We're running out of time. Well, I was actually it. nominated for um, the Emerging Talent Award in the BBC. Yeah, my big f- I'm 48 years old. I put out my first record in 1987 and I got nominated for Emerging Talent. Oh. Hey! I'm still here. I'm still here. <laughs> Ramesh, have you won any awards? Have I won an award? Yeah. No. I uh, know, <laughs> uh, actually, wanna... that's not true. I won oh. the Leicester Mercury. Oh, yeah. Do you want to ask me? And the Rotary Club. Don't forget the Rotary yeah. Club. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Sorry, Rotary Club. The important actually, no, stuff, bruv. The we important stuff. Sorry, we, we, we have won the to... British Podcast Award for Pardon? this. Oh, we did win oh, British Podcast Award for this. Deservedly yeah. so. Yeah, thank you. Thank you Deservedly so. Do you know what? Can I tell you something? I wasn't looking for that. Can I tell you something? We, they keep having podcast awards and we keep forgetting to submit entries. That's what keeps fucking yeah. happening. You won an award recently, Ben, didn't you? Yeah. You won an Emmy. I did win an Emmy, yeah. Uh, and what was the Emmy for, Ben? For, well, for the, the show. And, yeah, what show was it? Oh, Carpool Karaoke. So Ben directed Carpool Karaoke yeah. Series 1, yes. right? And that won an Emmy. Yeah. Did, and uh, who was in that? Who, who did you have in that series? Like we had, we had Ice Cube. We had Will Smith. Really? Alicia Keys. Yeah, Alicia. Have you got that on when she said babe to me on your little thing? Jeez. That was a moment, yeah, yeah. Did it even happen? He's got a recording <laughs> I'm on joking, his phone. I'm joking, I'm joking. He's got a recording on his phone of Alicia Keys saying, do you want to... I mean, you've played it so many times on this fucking podcast. <laughs> have you got it? Play it if It'll you want. It'll take me a while to find it. But... Okay, well, we'll wait. We'll be, we'll be off stage by then. 
Well, it's, it's good, it's good. Has everyone heard it before? I don't want to bore it. We'll just do it one more time. <laughs> just hold on. Hold on, everyone. He's getting a load of updates. Hold on. Stressful. Hold on, everyone. It's worth it. Feeling like pressure. There's a lot of Martin, stuff. put some sort of waiting music yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Can you drop some... Can you drop a waiting beat? <laughs> no waiting beat. Like... Did you type in waiting? <laughs> and that came up. Okay. Uh, thanks. Oh, thanks, thanks. Martin. Okay. Alicia. Yes, babe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, drop it. <laughs> well, was that all of it? <laughs> what do you mean, is that all of it? When did Alicia Keys call you babe? Hey. Uh, okay, very quickly. But should we do questions? Do you want to do them? We can't. Do, yeah, yeah. Has anyone got any questions? There's a mic somewhere. There's a mic somewhere. Is there a mic somewhere? We're trying this out. Okay. Yeah, we're going to try this thing out. We're going to see if... Any... Has anyone got any questions for any... Yes, there's a qu... somebody at the back. Do you want to shout it out? Favourite London posse too. Favourite London posse. Is that for Who are you asking, me or them? <laughs> me? Um... Do you know their work? <laughs> <laughs> Here comes the rugged one. Oh. Here comes the rugged one. Yeah, that would be my right, favourite. Cool. Uh, any other questions? Yeah, yeah go on, mate. Get rid of him. <laughs> let it go, bro. Let it go. Let it, let, it, let it go, bro. Let it go. Also, there were three and he said two. I don't know. Oh, Guru okay. as so, an MC. So listen, Gangstar listen. Guru. Yeah, so if yeah. you want to answer that question, you say, what do you think of Guru? Like, yeah, what you, that, what that you just said, mate. What did I he say I couldn't even understand what the fuck you're on about. Should we repeat it? Six so... and seventh pillars, put up some scaffolding. I don't know what the fuck you're on about, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, what's your take on Guru? Guru was a very good MC and a good dude. I met him a few times. Def def definitely a real hip-hop guy who represented the culture. And, you know, he's, he's definitely missed. Definitely missed. Um, I think you and him have... Uh, what you two have in common is the fact that your voices are perfect for <laughs> hip-hop, man. <laughs> yeah, salute, my brother. Can we I get understood you all along, man. I understood you all along. Get him out, man. <laughs> Fuck this guy. Uh, any other questions? Yeah. Yeah, go for it. Uh, Again, is that for me or for them? That's, that's for you. That's for you. That's for you. That's for you. Good luck, Rodney. Oh, I will say, I'm an old school dude, so I'm going to say Rakim, Chuck D, um, keeping it old school, Big Daddy Kane. Yeah. Oh. I went to see... Oh, I got a round of applause for Big Daddy Kane. Yeah, go on and big up the Big Daddy Kane. No, no. I went to see Big Daddy Kane at the Scala a few years ago. Right? Okay. It was a while ago, like over 10 years ago. And... He started inviting people up on stage to rhyme with him, and obviously it's fucking incredible. Did you go up? To, I didn't, mate. You no, should. Sure. <laughs> I don't want to get beaten up. Um, but so, like, people started coming up and rhyming alongside him, and it was like amazing. And then somebody like went at him, like some guy he brought up on stage, like went for Big Daddy Kane, like started battling him, and then Big Daddy Kane went, "Fuck you, mate," and just absolutely <laughs> destroyed him. It, him. it was insane. Yeah. Man. That is it Big Daddy so Kane. Big... Like people forget these guys, they were, they were, they, they were like 
you know, sold loads of records and they were these famous rap stars, but actually they're from the, they're from the hood. They're going to do the thing for real. Like, yeah. if you take it to that level, they will go with you. So I, yeah, I made a real, them. I made a real dick. Of, I did make a dick of myself that night because they were, so Big Daddy, before Big Daddy Kane came on, they played, they, they had a DJ just, and they played Come Clean by Jerry the Damager. Okay, classic. And then, so they were playing Come Clean and I was like, oh, fuck love this tune and then I looked across and I was like fucking hell that looks like Jerry the Damager and it fucking was right and for some reason I felt the need to tell him that that had just happened right so I was like oh listen to Come Clean and then I said you're Jerry the Damager and he looked at me like yeah I know do you know what I mean just so it was the fucking worst man. absolutely the worst uh, okay any other questions yes mate what do I think of mum? What do we? What do you think of mumble rap, Rodney? I, th- I think to each their own. Like, I, I, it's not for me. I, 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 a lot of these new age hip hop groups, these these me goals and these these, I just can't fuck with it. But if I'm in the club and I'm a bit drunk and like you know, then I don't really care. But generally, that shit ain't playing in my house. No way. No way. <laughs> <laughs> it, went, it went from being like really like sort of magnanimous to no fucking way. <laughs> so I don't know, I love it. Oh yeah, that's good. The production. No disrespect, no disrespect. Yeah, yeah. To each their own, but yeah. that's, that's, that's not Cinema did it. Okay, we've got time for one more question. Any more questions? Yes, mate. No. <laughs> In fact, I would go further. I would go further than that. I would say you shouldn't ask a question on a podcast. <laughs> I, I would say find an angle to make it cool, bruv, and sell it to the world. There's, there's room for everybody. Do you know what? Do you know what? In our, actually, in, in serious answer to your question, I, I think you to look at someone like Little Dicky. I don't know if you, if, if any, if any, but he's like. He's got a completely different background, do you know what yeah. I mean? And, and he has managed to turn that into an angle. Like, that's his thing. And he's also... he's not To doing be any... honest, Eminem did that. Yeah, when Eminem that's... came out, for people like me, he was the white boy rapper. And he turned that into, like, the super white boy rapper. Yeah. Like, so, for, like, find a lane yeah. to make it so work. So, if in a few months we hear a really shit tune, <laughs> we know <laughs> it's your fault. we inspired James <laughs> to do so. Uh, OK, one more question and then we're done. Okay, we're gonna have to have about an hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that was for you. That, that was sort of like last question. Let's you, try and wrap this something up. Something about your personal life. <laughs> uh, what has music brought to your personal life? And if that doesn't take long enough, what has <laughs> your personal life? You know what? I'll tell you. I'll tell you what. Music has always been like therapy for me. So if I didn't make a career out of it, I would have still done it because it's where I go to unload all of this shit. So I'm thankful that it helps me pay my bills. Um, what was the other bit of it? <laughs> it's like a GCSE question. Yeah, I think That's you've covered parts. it. I think oh, you've covered go, it. This guy's fucking Can asking... Can pose? He's asking a fucking eighth pillar question. <laughs> we ain't got time for that shit. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, listen. We're going to have an interval uh, and then Rodney P's going to come on and do some tunes for us and then we're going to hear... I'm going to do a bit of rapping. It's going to be great. Please, can I'm you give it up? I'm going to send this out to my We're going to the Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. 
That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com.